This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It kind of seemed like the perfect deal for stopping the Giants with then inbaked adjustments for how uh, New York and Danny Dimes had, had come to play in Seattle. Um, yeah, except that by adjustments, they, they well, on the, so do you want to start with like the run? Sure. The run? So the the bare odd spacing tight whatever is the meta right defensive meta so the way that and it the the premise is that it clogs up classic zone running right um because all those interior bubbles are erased by bubbles we mean interior gaps that are not covered by defensive linemen so and that's the the literal soft spot on the front so you run to there so outside zone inside zone usually doesn't get much traction against those those fronts right so naturally the the change up is then to whatever side you put the tight end you've formed a c gap and then outside of him a d gap right then you run pullers to that side so gap scheme runs or maybe the occasional pin pull thing which is an offshoot of outside zone principles but same same idea and the reason why is because well that's there's a bubble there but then it, it out leverages the linebackers the second level fitters and you can get a, fr- a free guy to the second level, and it's hard for the defensive line to scrape over on that offensive tackle to make a play in the C gap, et cetera. So naturally, they ran a bunch of that because Mike Kafka and Brian Dable are, are smart, um, are smart schemers. And in the past, like we said, and we said this in the reaction pod, when you're in bear, which they are right now, the C gap is a weakness. So Ken Norton Jr. would often. Um, he would slant into that C gap or he would send a rusher into that C gap, like a blitzer basically for like a run blitz. Um, or he would put the the three technique into kind of a four eye or a wide three to better let them kind of play and gain a gap and, and get into the play side, play side C gap. Now that did happen this game, but yeah. what was really cool about this game plan or really lack thereof is that they had almost no change up call to their bare fronts when they were facing this, they defeated it by just beating the crap out of them all day long and by playing really sound um, 
like the, the the defensive lineman never lost a block and the second level they were scraping over even if kobe bryant gets involved you know being when he's like you said uh during the preview um when he's now the lever the the primary second level fitter like the lever fitter he has to get the front side leverage on a 330 pounder he gets in there mixes it up jordan brooks scrapes over a tackle ryan neal's pulled through as the backside lever he's getting front side on the tackle making a play it's like they're swarming like piranhas right now. And it was just snap after snap after snap. I think they threw seven or eight counter runs at them. Yep. And to the C gap. And they got nothing out of it. Just amazing stuff. And they fit the run out of nickel, nickel bear. So you know, you know what I found super cool was they were still able, like even with the pullers, even in the bare front. So with the C gap issue you're talking about. They were able to run their middle field open stuff to cover eight or cover six and yeah. still fit the run by using a cornerback force, like the cover two cornerback being the force defender and then tucking the outside linebacker into the C gap. But like all of these like little adjustments to the front, they were like locked in on and and players were like capable of doing. I'm trying to find a, a good example here to to show you guys but but it's just it's just so encouraging that they're like coverage versatile out of this front um obviously you know ideally you want to be middle field close to stop the run still because you have the extra hat in the box but then they were able to get a corner up up there and, and contributing in that when they wanted to play too high stuff it's huge and and it works like they kind of bottled up barkley uh he he was like a really good runner like he was trying to he, he was eking out yards yeah he was yeah. being difficult uh he was he wasn't just one cutting and going like he was dancing a bit if it was like a cloudy picture and creating stuff they still they still held him yeah basically nothing they 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 took him out of the game basically yeah i mean ryan neal was such an impressive box player this game like he, he is, he, he's a, uh, he's a corner convert. Like he's not, I mean, he's been a safety for a long time now, but I mean, he came into the league as a cornerback and that probably is why he's such a good, like press player against tight ends of the line of scrimmage. Right. But, um, not so great off, but whatever, not to get sidetracked, but like the fact that he's mixing it up in there, he looks like he's an undersized linebacker at times. I mean, that as a credit to him with the way he moves in the box. He's he's moving in the box like we could only have hoped Marquise Blair could have at one point in time. Yeah, um, and, and and like Bryant, right? Like Kobe Bryant, for instance, when they, when they came out with like a trips bunch formation to try then run at him with like a kind of pin pull on the edge yeah. and power, he managed to. If I just get this up, he managed to turn back the tight end and. And make the play yeah. like when when he's not meant to make that play like the offensive coordinator on on the sidelines like yeah, okay this is a great play we'll get him here and uh kobe bryant here got outside the pulling tight end and he ends up making the tackle for loss yeah. with barkley on the toss play like everyone is playing really sound uh football within the system um yeah and that yeah. should continue yeah and um you, you know we uh the, the the legion of boom days when a lot of those guys would talk about like when they get interviewed before a game like a primetime game or something right 
they'd say stuff like how everybody wants to get a hit because when someone gets a hit, everyone else wants to get a piece of the action. And they all like, we're all trying to not necessarily one up each other, but they all want the, the, the same cred, right? Like in the locker room and stuff. And they would talk about that fairly um, transparently, like it's part of their culture. Yeah. Just not to, not to project too much of our own, fanboyism onto what we're seeing on the screen but everyone's playing like they want to like they're trying to stake their flag to like hey i'm here too so like there's just this there's this uh energy to to how they're playing that's like like they're all you know they're all trying to make a name for themselves so it's it's uh it's pretty neat um it's super neat that and like you hear like you know Shelby Harris spoke uh, this week about how the Saints game, they sort of uh, talked some things through. Ryan Neal mentioned how I think it was after the Saints game, they brought back team meetings. DK Metcalf referenced the Saints game as a big moment for them. I mean, I think they've just locked it in as a group. And Carol, like this yeah. week, he credited the the players for sort of finding their, you know, that is up to them really, and they're getting it done. Like that's the big yeah. thing. And yeah. and like here, this is the play like where it's cover two on this side, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's this was an interesting one because it was cover two to the boundary and a tight end. Mike Jackson's the play side cornerback, uh, and they ran like a pin pull kind of thing towards him with Barkley from the gun, and he I think tried to they motioned from a slot formation uh in or shifted sorry from a slot formation into like this two by two set and he tried to i think tell boy mafe to you don't need to play in the c gap anymore you can bump out and be the edge setter in the bare front again but because it's so loud i don't think he heard him so rather than like you know leaving him out to dry he just was like well fine i'll i'll play cloud force even though i've got a wide receiver on me and he he showed up and they bottled this run up as well uh to the top to the to the other side of formation, they played their cover four look. So, um, and but just really cool how they're getting, they're just getting it done, and I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. The the fundamentals are better. Everyone knows what they're doing. It's uh, yeah, um, it's it's good stuff. So that oh yeah, also the um the the quarterback run game. Right. Whoever the backside player was, I mean, they just snuffed it out right away and they got into the alley. I think they had Cody Barton had a couple of plays out there. Ryan Neal had a couple of plays. Um, it's like, wow. Like, they're all just firing off their key. Like, there's no doubt in what they're doing, you know? Like, no one's playing with any, like, is this right? I think this is right. Yes. We saw, like, we saw some of that. Like, they're all playing with full conviction. And, yeah, the big thing is, like, they're – like there's sometimes that they'll they'll probably do something which isn't technically right. Like um, there was there was one play, for instance, where Brian and Irvin stayed uh, for the quarterback, and they kind of missed. Uh, really, I feel like Brian should have gone across because his two disappeared on a pull. He should have been like the backside lever on the run away and and showed up a bit quicker uh, to the to the handoff, basically to the other side. But the big thing is they're like you said they're confident and and they're if they're going to take a shot or they're going to make a play, they do it. There's no hesitancy. They just do it, yeah. Yeah. and that makes such a difference in defense. 
uh, makes such a difference. So really exciting run defense. And I guess that theme of being correct continued to the past game, right? Yeah. Um, they, uh, like you said earlier, the, the giants, like they have, they have, you know, quite the, quite the menu of, of under center play action concepts off of their, off of their under center runs. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, even even their gun runs, like they're very comprehensive. They have a pretty good scheme. Like you can see where if they just had, like Daniel Jones, if they just had having, what? Well, if they had better receivers, they have playmakers. But if Daniel Imagine if Jones, they had Geno Smith, Griff, if they'd been able to have a talent like Geno on their team ever in history. Truly, truly, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too bad the Giants have never had that in their grasp before. Mm. Um, they uh, so, but like you know, name it like play like mesh off of play action with like dagger attached to it. Like that, that's, that's just like, that's nasty. Like, and, and they're just faking sale. Like, 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 um, it doesn't look like a, uh, a flood combination. And then it suddenly turns into one. Like, uh, yeah. if, if I just like, and, and mixing the distribution, like to try and break middle field open, like you have the, one receiver runners though he's running across the field then he breaks out on the intermediate out you have the two receiver run the the deep uh, the deep route and then you have the backside receiver run like over the ball as well like yeah fiddling around with who runs the routes like really trying to mess with seattle's matching rules like it's it's all it's all smart stuff like the coaching staff is doing everything they should be doing with what they have at their disposal right yes yeah and seattle just engulfed it like they enveloped everything like they were doing with like perfect tempo and timing. Like uh, it was like they were ahead of the play. And uh, I mean, what, what do you even say at that point? Like they're just Jordan Brooks is in the right spot. Kobe Bryant. Well, he's in the right spot. Cody Barton, Ryan Neal in the right spot. Tariq Woolen, when he's playing a cloud is like tempoing his steps perfectly falling off, falling off of uh say a number one like a cloud carry in the cover two so he's the flat defender he'll he'll reroute number one and then just fall gracefully into the outcut of number two and then you know jordan brooks will cap his will, will tailor the depth of his drop till he no longer has an inbreaking threat when he's posting number three he's always like perfect like perfect to reroute that route to kill that route to help the backside quarter safety you know pair up with it and then you know then he can go play the check down it's just like wow these guys are these guys are perfect and that's what they were last year last year they did not give up any deep completions and they rarely gave up intermediate targets um you know in the second half of last year yeah roughly and it's 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 another case of it um so yeah like like this picture that was the one here yeah go ahead say what say what you're gonna say well, I don't want to repeat myself too much, but th- th- this was talk. You spoke about Woolen being able to fall off. Like this here, Woolen is on was on the cover four side of the play, and they they switched up who was running this like the the deep out route and motioned into it. So they're really trying to mess with Woolen, but yeah. he had the awareness to process the the two receivers on his side, process which of them was going deeper, understand that okay. Conde Diggs in his deep quarter is going to be able to pick up one of them. And then he managed to fall off to the shallower outbreaking route. Meanwhile, on the other side, to the cover two side, Cody Barton sunk brilliantly underneath uh, 
the the threat on his side, and and yeah. you have uh, uh, the quarter flat player on the on the cover four side, the outside linebacker Boye Mafe. He's ready for like the check down route on that side. So they're just like blanketing stuff. Like when Jones's back foot hits, everything is looking real cloudy to the longer developing cover four side. And then on the back side, the cover two is is blanketed it up. And like this is stuff that translates against any offense, um, any under center play action game, any play action game in general. Um, yeah. So really impressive. Now, what they did have a bit of issues with is the problem with running bare fronts ultimately which is that eventually you're going to have to have an outside linebacker the edge defender your nawosu your mafes your daryl taylors they have to drop now that's fine and seattle's been doing it in clever ways but what the giants did was a, a clever thing of uh, like a post wheel kind of deal griff and that did require some adjustments from seattle yeah, I mean, whether it was cover three or half quarter quarter, I mean, the only thing, the only advantage they had was was speed from their number two receiver on the speed of Seattle's outside linebacker. Now, I think they only got a clean look one time where it was Maffei and Jones overthrew it. Otherwise, it might have been a touchdown. Excuse me. Um, otherwise, like he had a couple of other targets, but they were really tightly covered. Nuosu on Barkley and stuff. Um, the Giants did this clever thing, and Carl Scott actually was mic'd up on the sideline, and they caught him saying it. How they're lining up one of their receivers at the tight end position, like literally, like Y off or Y attach stuff, and they're having him run a wheel. I think that's him right now. Yes, running this a wheel. Is, yeah. Yes. And it was it's just to manipulate Seattle formationally so that they can get this look, but it didn't it didn't work out for them. But then he said to the corners, and I think this is what you're getting at, Maddie, with the adjustment, he said told the corners to zone it, as in zone off. So right here it's cover three. We see Mike Jackson. He he his number one is eighty six running that that under under route right now, who's underneath Cody Barton. He's squeezing that because he's playing aggressive tight coverage. So mm. then later on they adjusted with Mike Jack or, or Tariq Wollin no longer following um, and and having them just zone off and play their third to kind of alleviate the stress on that outside linebacker. Yeah, which is what Seattle used to do with when against certain splits with Pete Carroll. Like, it's the, it's the standard cover three answer. Because what I didn't realize about this Mafé play, and you, you'll all remember it because I think in the game, Mark Sanchez was like, oh, look at this. This was open. Daniel Jones missed it. Um where is it? I, but I didn't realize this was drop eight cover three as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is but, another thing to talk about, though. It is. We'll we'll get to that. But uh, the, to be fair, like they they tried the wheel route a few more times, and the Woshu was much better at covering it than Maffei. Like Maffei had a kind of up and down kind of he's still uh, working things out kind of game. Yeah. Um, and I, I should have said about Woolen, he he was a. Uh, uh, defensive rookie of the month for the nfc so and he didn't really get thrown at this game uh, he didn't have much to do there was a freaky um completion that he allowed that looked like it was going to be a pick uh yeah. other than that uh kind of a dull day for him but well done fully deserved award 